Good day, everyone. I am Tony P, and in this episode, we have monkeys with weapons. Kentucky Fried Chicken Crocs. Skynet has become aware. And Darth Vader wins the lottery. All that coming up next on Tony P Podcast. Y'all, my friend Tiffany is back. A week or two ago, she sent me a, a, a email with some flying snakes. I didn't like it, but we needed to talk about it. We needed to put it out there. So we had the discussion. Um, it's out there. It's a previous episode, previous video. Check it out. If you didn't know that snakes are now flying. But then she came back to me a week or two later. And I was like, what, what could possibly beat flying snakes? That's, that's horrendous. That's scary. Well, baboons at a popular safari park have been spotted with knives, screwdrivers, and even a chainsaw. I'll be darned. I, 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 I think that beats the flying snakes. I really do. The primates at Nosley Safari Park in Maryside are already known for their destructive abilities and have been pictured previously pulling things from visitors' cars. You can't do that. You can't go to the zoo, have a monkey steal your stuff. Actually, you do in India. What it, what was that? They were stealing phones and stuff. But anyway, but now some staff are concerned that the baboons are being given weapons for a laugh by park goers, according to the Sunday Times. That's not funny. That's not for a laugh. You don't laugh at that, at baboons getting weapons. One worker told the newspaper, we're not sure if they're being given weapons by some of the guests who want to see them attack cars or if they're fishing them out of pickup trucks and vans. Eek, you can't win there. The worker said the animals sometimes go into people's toolboxes, grab what they can, adding one of the baboons was seen lugging a chainsaw. As I mentioned, the baboons are already known for being destructive. And one mechanic told the Sunday Times that they had to repair cars left damaged by these primates who's going to this park i get one or two like oh man that sounds like fun but then a monkey comes at you with a chainsaw you know what i'm leaving a bad yelp review hey don't go to to what was it nolsey safari park them monkeys got weapons but to be fair the safari park said suggestions that the baboons were being armed with weapons was likely an urban myth saying some tales have grown in exaggeration and they had been shared to make objects found in the animal's enclosure seem more exciting and unbelievable. I don't care. I don't care. Tall tale, not tall tale. All I got to hear is monkey got a knife. I'm out. I am out. No bananas for you, sir. So the Nosley Park recently reopened and its website includes reassurance that measures to make it COVID secure are in place. And they ask if you take a drive through our baboon jungle, we're unable to return any car parts that our cheeky monkeys may take. Mm-mm. See, no, I'm not going. It's simple as that. If you got to give me a disclaimer that, hey, some, it, all right. So say I go somewhere and they're like, hey, some humans may come at you with a knife and or some humans may take some parts off your car. I'm not going. So just because it's a monkey doesn't make it any better. I'm still not going. I have said this time and time and time Again, the show is only maybe 21 episodes, all right? And I swear 19 times I have said, 
Have you not seen the new Planet of the Apes? You got to watch it. Watch the old one. The premise is still is true either way. Don't give these monkeys weapons. Our next article comes from George Jarjour. I hope I'm saying your name right from sportsontap.com. He says, I can't believe this is even real. First off, let me stop you there, George. It's 2020, dude. It's I nothing surprises me anymore. Absolutely nothing. It, it is is it it is a dumpster fire of a planet at the moment, at least the country. And things are just insane. So what do you have, Mr. Jarjour, that you think you don't believe came out of 2020? Because the nerve, what could it be? Welp, Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know, the restaurant, and Crocs, the shoe company, had a collaboration to release a new Kentucky Fried Chick with Fried Chicken Scent Crocs. What? The new Crocs had clogs painted like Kentucky Fried Chicken and buckets and was topped. That's not it. That's not enough. It was topped with a chicken-scented charm. It was unveiled in New York Fashion Week. Maybe I just don't get fashion. Maybe I have a personal thing. But I ain't wearing no chicken shoes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The KFC Crocs, which I'm personally calling the KFCCs, originally released for 60 bucks. Too much? But they're reselling on eBay for 500 Apparently, these are hot. Not just spicy, but hot. And KFC has already said they're not re-releasing a second batch of KFC shoes. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Me and George Arjor, we're out of shoes. We got we got to make it happen. Matter of fact, as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to send him a message. Be like, George, what do we got to do? A couple of thoughts here from George. For one, I got to be honest. I'm not a Crocs type of dude. I hear they're comfortable, but I do want to get married one day and have kids. And I don't think as a single dude, I could ever meet someone wearing Crocs. Yeah, I think I agree with George on that one. I too, single dude. Um, one of my biggest fears is when I leave the house and throw on some like socks and flip flops is when I'm going to meet the girl of my dreams. So we best prepare George and I and just not even have the chicken Crocs in our closet. Like let's, let's just. Nip that in the bud. So when someone comes over, they don't dig through the closet. Oh, what are these? Oh, they're chicken crocs. I'm not explaining that. Oh, but George goes on to say, however, and this is a big butt. This is a game changer. Crocs that smell like Kentucky fried chicken. Everyone loves the smell of fried chicken. George, that is the truth. Show me a person who hates the smell, and I'll show you an outcast of society. So maybe this is what I needed. Maybe my future wife would flock to me because she smelled the unbelievable smell of Kentucky Fried Chicken. George, I thought we were together on this. I thought we had a plan, and now you're sort of shifting the tone. So are we doing this or not? According to him, I'd be married with enough children to form a basketball team by now. But they're sold out. You know what? I'd rather I'll just stay single than wear some chicken shoes, man. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not doing it. Um so George wraps up his article here about the KFC Crocs and says, I guess I'll just go back to my regular Nikes. 
that don't smell like greasy fast food. We can change that. Bro, throw some uh throw some McDonald's fries or something on them shoes. Throw some uh actually some Popeye shoes. I don't know, that might not be the demographic he's looking for. I don't know the man, uh but good luck to him getting married and finding his KFC shoes. Yeah, so a couple weeks ago, my homie Sebastian, he sent me an article about some some robot gymnastics. And I looked at it and I was like, cool, man, I appreciate it. It's kind of interesting, but eh. I'm not I'm not, you know, it's it's not that big a deal. Uh I'm gonna cover something else. And the article said, uh the internet the internet gawks each time Boston Dynamics releases a new video showing its eye-catching humanoid robots. You may have seen, um, they have like those robot dog-looking things, and they have that other humanoid robot that like picks up boxes and moves stuff, walks around. Uh, but until now, most of the machines maneuvering, whether it was jogging, hopping over a log, or executing box jumps, had remained well within the realm of average human athleticism. Not anymore. Again, these are the gymnastics robots. If the tech company's recently uploaded video is any indication, Atlas has, in a matter of months, graduated from middle school gym class to do something approaching a professional athlete can do. The robot stands four foot nine and weighs about 176, and it has a nimble routine using its legs, arms, and torso with, with actual gracefulness. I've seen the video. I'll post it. Um, um, it looks pretty good. It's doing some jumps, some spins. It's hitting the landings, doing some jazz hands. Got nines from the Russian judges. It was pretty good, but not enough for me to really want to discuss it on the show. You know, and no hard feelings, man. He's a good friend of mine. He gets it. Um, we moved on. We moved past it and all was good, but all was not good because he sent me a follow up and now there is a robot band. These robots, they're not stopping. The One Love Machine, that's the name of the band. One Love Machine are a scrappy crew. They have an affinity for punk rock, and its members of the band play the bass, drums, and a flute. What? And they're all robots. The band is made up of scrap metal animatronics created from salvaged junk from scrapyards around Berlin. So it's a German robot punk band. For the creator of the band, it's all about giving new life to discarded objects. Uh, no, sir. Nine. Nine hair. I think that's how you say sir in German. Nine. This stuff is garbage for a reason. You don't want to start giving it the ability to create music. Now it's really thinking ahead. And you think that's it? You think that's enough? No. No. A day later, I get another article that there's a robot that took off and landed a plane. Folks, it's 2020. I've been telling you this. I've been telling you this for a while. Things are crazy. And now, to top it off, in 2020, Skynet has been made aware. All right? That's all you need to know. It's Judgment Day. It's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It's coming. And don't come with me if you want to live, because I don't know where to go. I got a house full of robots. I'm recording this on some robot machine things, man. I don't even remember what we're supposed to do. What do you do with the, the term? I don't have a shotgun. You know, do you shoot it in the face and it just turns into liquid? What do you do? Folks, drop me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, or on Facebook. Send me a message. 
What do you do when Skynet is aware? I need to know. All right, and here we are with the last story. If Darth Vader had really won the lottery, the second Death Star from Return of the Jedi would have had a much quicker construction. Man, that took forever. I swear it took like four movies for them to build the second Death Star. How many credits does $95 million translate to? Those are questions inspired by the Jamaican lottery winner, W. Brown. He took the jackpot home last week while wearing a Darth Vader costume. Yeah, that's something I would do. I, I'm not a huge Vader fan, but no, I would I would do that. That's According to the Gleaner, Brown bought the ticket at the D-End Sports Bar in Maypen, Clarington, I'm assuming Jamaica, and had usually gambled on the same set of numbers over the last two decades. But this time they hit, and he accepted the prize of $95 million Jamaican dollars, which equals about $650,000 U.S. dollars? What? You had to look it up just now, and I did. I'm going to cut this out, but it the Jamaican dollar's worth like point zero zero six cents. But hey, you know what? I I, I would take six hundred fifty thousand U.S. dollars, and I'm sure ninety five million Jamaican dollars will go far in Jamaica. Anyway, all that to say, he dressed up as Darth Vader. The company behind the lotto, Supreme Ventures Limited, had its vice president of marketing, communication, and sponsorship. Address the getup, which looked more like San Diego Comic-Con than Powerball. In other markets, they don't necessarily do it, but here I think they do it to keep themselves safe. Yeah. Yeah. If I can't. So I think some states, you, you can't be anonymous. I don't know which is which. Uh, But if I have any say in the matter, I'm rolling up in that, that piece, like in full Star Wars cloak. We're not going to tell them not to do that because their safety is paramount importance to us. She added, people have been coming with their own disguises. They usually don't need our help. They're usually very creative, perhaps beyond anything that we could think of or imagine. It's been very effective over the years. Matter of fact, last year, some dude won the Jamaican lottery. Uh, He won over a million U.S. dollars and wore the uh, mask from Scream. You know, you guys know that one. Identity protection is key, but so is a good taste in genre pop culture. Hmm. That does beg the question. Brown, for his part, has much more attainable and wholesome goals than his Sith costume source. I want to decide what is the best thing to do before spending anything, he told the cleaner. I need to decide what my goals are, but I now know I want to own a bus. I love coasters. With his new windfall, he could buy himself the actual Empire Strikes Back Vader helmet and still have a nice chunk of change left over. Good on him, man. That's awesome. And way to represent some geekiness. But that begs the question, what would I dress up as to get my lottery winnings? Oof. It would have to cover my face. I don't know. I mm, I think I would just like, I think I would do just like some big cloak with the giant like Gregorian hood and maybe just paint my face black or something. Oh, and if I was going to do that with the hood, I'd have to put in some like light up contacts or something. I want, I would, I would want it to be not a straight up like, oh, that is a costume of a character. I want, I want people to be like, is this dude for real? Does he normally wear a cloak or is it a costume? Like I need them to guess and wonder and to leave me alone. So yeah, guys, if you're listening, what would you, what would you dress up as? Now I want to know what you guys dress up as. You can find me on Facebook at Tony P Oddcast. 
uh, or on Twitter at Tony P. Henderson. Just just reach out. Let me know. Now I'm curious. You know, we got to start planning. We got to start planning for when I win my millions of dollars. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'd still do the show. I promise you. I can't promise that. But I might still do the show. And that's it. We are done. That wraps it up. If you got this far, please rate and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoy the show and you want uh, commercial-free episodes and early releases to my videos, you can support the show at patreon.com slash Tony P podcast. So as we do every week, you may have had a bad day, but at least you're not being chased by monkeys with weapons.